I've been a video game player since I was about eight years old. Hard to believe. All my buddies were gamers. My sister too, but she was too young to appreciate them. It was the old consoles at first, like the Intellivision and the Atari 2600. Then the coin ops came. Me and the other kids would take over the arcade behind the laundromat and try to blast asteroids and kill space invaders about till our fingers bled. Some of the old arcade owners were even loaning some quarters for a bit of interest on the payback, of course. They knew we'd be back, so it was smart business on their part. Over the years, the games changed. My friends moved on with the computer games, building our Sim Cities and playing our PC pinball games that never tilted unless you wanted them to. Welcome back to No Councils for Old Men, the video game podcast here on the Two True Freaks Network. And if you're a regular listener, you, you noticed maybe that we haven't been so regular lately. Little little lacking fiber in our diet, and we just have not been very regular lately. And two seconds in, and he's on a crap joke already. That's not a good sign. But anyway, I am your your original host, one of your original hosts, Scott McGregor. Scott 2.0, whatever you want to call me. We have a new co-host. Sadly, Dr. Bill Robinson, who used to uh, originated this show with me, messaged me a while back and, and was just like, you know, just not feeling it anymore. Didn't have time to, to keep up on his game playing. You know, he felt inadequate compared to my uh, my hours put in, I think. Just kidding, Bill. Uh, and, you know, I respect that. We, we, we did, uh, I think it was 16-ish good shows together. I had a great time with Bill, and I thought we did some really good work. And to be perfectly honest, I was kind of thinking of just dropping the show and being like, well, let's quit while we're ahead. But a few months back, I think I'd asked uh, another friend of mine to possibly take over as co-host. And he messaged me the other day to remind me that I had done so. And kind of kicked me in the butt and made me decide, yeah, maybe we should go on with this thing. Because I still have a lot more to talk about as far as video games. We have a lot of topics that I wanted to cover that we haven't yet. So the show must go on, as they say. So introducing now the new regular co-host of No Councils for Old Men, which you'll already know because it'll be on the damn Photoshop. But, you know, might as well have some fanfare going here. Mr. Dave Walker from Belfast. You're still in Belfast? Yep. From Belfast, Ireland, way across the pond. So, Hello. Welcome, David, and thank you for doing this. Um, I'm looking forward to doing a lot of shows with you. Me too. Uh, I notice you on, on Steam almost as much as I am, and so I've decided he he's worthy. He's, he's as much a gaming addict as I am. Most of the time, it's me having a look at the random games I get off the Humble Bundle monthly thing. Yeah. It's like, rather fun sometimes. Currently, I'm running through something called Epistory, which is kind of it's a typing game with uh, kind of an origami kind of feel to it. It's it's quite quite nicely done. It's very beautiful, and it 
I, I don't think it kills my computer too much, so runs pretty well. Yeah, I've had to back down on uh, on some of my more graphic-intensive ones lately, too, because I, I worry about the old girl, and uh, she's the only old girl I got. So, yeah, I, I try to keep the heavy graphic ones to, to a minimum. I've been uh, delving into... I've been on this retro kick, you know, all these pixel games yeah. that are coming out that are you know, some great gameplay going, which is going to be an entire show in itself. I want us to do... Yeah. One on this uh, kind of resurgence of these, you know, 16 and 16 bit ish games, you know, that look uh, like the old stuff from the 80s and 90s, but. Have you checked out Humble Bundle recently? No, no, I'm just at a. If you, if you pop over there at the minute, I think their main game bundle is uh, exactly what you're talking about there. Really? Um, uh, it's oh, boy. One of which will be useless to you. <laughs> um, I, I'm pretty sure it's. Ca- Chroma Squad? Oh, Chroma Squad. Chroma Squad, yeah. Um, I don't know anyone who's ever played that or introduced it to anyone at all. I loved it. You told me about it, and I'm loving it, actually. I've been stuck on this one level for a while, and I get frustrated, but yeah, it's cool as hell. I hope they make a sequel sometime soon, because it it was far too enjoyable. For, for, For something that simple, you know, it was fairly well done. I've maybe watched like three Power Rangers episodes in my lifetime, and they were probably mostly due to the fact I was with a woman who had <laughs> kids that was watching them. And so, you know, you wouldn't think I'd be a huge fan of stuff like that, but I, I love it. it kind of pushes all my '80s buttons and '90s buttons. Yeah, I got to see the first series that we got, you know, first airing for us. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think that's uh, the only one I ever saw with the, the original crew there. And, uh, since, since then, I have I have gone on to the Japanese ones, which I I, I enjoy more. I think because the it tends to blend better, and the stories are separate from each series. Yeah, you know they don't tend to overlap, but sometimes you get people from the previous ones showing up. It's it's kind of it's kind of nice that they do that every once in a while, and yeah. I don't, I don't think I ever gave the plot too much thought. I just wanted to see really silly looking rubber monsters battle, you know. Yeah, you get that every week. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Yeah, can't beat it. <laughs> Guy in suit. Um, you get to see them destroy buildings and in, in, in whatever. Usually, I think it's Tokyo. Yeah, yeah, sure. But or Angel Grove for the American one. Right. I don't yeah. know. I I don't know if they moved the leader series. But Angel Grove was where mine was based, so... Yeah, that's the only one I ever saw, too. Uh, it was, like, Saved by the Bell with monsters. And <laughs> yeah, it really, really was. <laughs> but we digress yeah, already. One. Our first show together, and we're already way off on a hey, tangent. Love it. Not really. We, we got onto this through Chroma Squad. Yeah, well, so that's the tradition of that's, the show, anyway. That's the game. You've probably listened to enough of these to know that tangents are pretty much, you know, they're, they're written in your contract, Dave. We have to mm-hmm. go on a few every every show. <laughs> pretty much. As well as being the relaunch of No Councils for Old Men, and this should be episode 17, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, it's also technically going to be our, our uh, second annual Halloween show. Yeah. yeah, so like last year, me and Bill did scary video games, which a lot of these that we're about to do will cross over with that a bit, but uh, we're, we're going very specific 
genre this time, and we're going to do zombie games, because that's something which is definitely popular from the research I've just done, and, and my own research, I, I uh, you know went through and kind of listed all the games, and like I usually do, the genre that I own or have played, and once again, it's, it's almost painful doing these personal inventories of myself, because I realize how much time I've wasted on these things. Yeah. You asked me if I if I had played any zombie games, and I couldn't come up with any. Mm-hmm. I went and looked at a list and went, "Oh yeah, I've played that one and that one and that one and that one." Yeah, and, yeah, that always happens. You know, to me. Like, and I, I didn't even get a third of the list, but it was still quite a few. Although quite a few of them were kind of sequels. So. Yeah, actually, the one uh, Wikipedia page where we found uh, listing like supposedly all the zombie games was missing about 10 that I've played so definitely not a comprehensive list but um, yeah what we'll do tonight essentially is uh, go down like you know kind of the history of zombie games and and what we you know are looking for in a zombie game um, and where we may have found it once again uh, we're going to be trying to put this out monthly for you again our email address is still nocouncilsforoldmen at yahoo.com I'll be getting you the password to that here soon and we do still have the Facebook page and it's good to be back definitely so to kick this off we both talk a little bit about you know kind of first zombie game you ever played or you know why you got into the genre or and what you're looking for, what you know, what is your kind of ideal zombie game? Pretty much, I think the first one I properly remember playing was Resident Evil 3 Nemesis. Uh, I think it was shortly after I got my PlayStation, so I grabbed it, because uh, it was the thing at the time, Yeah. put it on, and sat in a darkened room getting ready to fight zombies and having giant monsters jump out at me and crash through walls and chase me down alleyways. Um, I, I guess I'm waiting for jump scares is probably what I look for. Yeah. And, uh, which, uh, you th- you'd think I'd like five, night fr- five Nights at Freddy's more then, but I, I just can't be bothered with that one. Um, but, I, I won't do that one. That's, that's yeah. one of those that are just like, nope, don't need that kind of stress on my heart because it does look damn scary. It's, <laughs> it's, pu- it's purely that way. At least with the Resident Evil ones, you have the whole exploration and puzzle stuff to get on with. Uh, oh, and boss fights. Don't yeah, forget boss fights. weapons. I think in Fast, you know, yeah. Freddy's, you just kind of sit there and wait for them to kill you. Um, that's the point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I think I actually probably played the first Resident Evil um, yeah. a couple of years older than you. But it was one of those, I, you know, as many games I play, I stunk so bad at it that and I, <laughs> it actually just kind of freaked me out. It was just, like, too too immersive. You know, it was one of the first, really one of the first zombie games kind of ever, you know, that anyone did in that kind of resolution or that kind of first-person shooter type yeah. thing. And so, yeah, it was freaky, and uh, I just was never very good at it, so I, I don't think I, uh, I pursued it much after that. But, but go on, actually, I should let you have the floor for a bit. Yeah, uh, I, I, if we go by the list, I guess technically I also played Doom before that, but mm-hmm. it's more of a kind of pretty much everything undead chasing you, not just the whole zombie thing. Yeah, but, good point. 
you know. Uh, <sighs> we should set the parameters for a zombie game because there are a lot of things that yeah. can be, you know, as you said, you know, fighting undead stuff. I, I guess my my benchmark is always like, you know, is it like you know the Romero movies, zombies, or is it like Twenty Eight Laters? You know, it's either virus or or shambling walkers, you know, and, and walking dead type zombies. Guess. Uh, I didn't even think of Doom, but I, I'd say that technically does, yeah. you know, qualify. <laughs> You've got zombies in it. Heck, the Final Fantasy games had zombies show up in them. Yeah. But, you know, that's just as a random bad guy, you get to kill every once in a while, or help, depending on depending on the plotline. It's kind of amazing how popular it is as a genre, actually, because it's, it's, as far as video game bad guys go they can be kind of boring they're just another humanoid you know um you either want to like fight a giant robot or some kind of tentacled thing um well in some cases the zombies turn into giant tentacle things so i don't want to play those no that's just that's too much horror for me But I don't think I really pursued looking, as I said, after I failed miserably at Resident Evil, I don't think I really pursued zombie games so much until, I said, I guess I'm looking for, I look for a mixture. I, I, I guess I've been on a quest since I, I started getting into things like The Walking Dead, and I've always been a fan of the Romero movies. Um, so I guess that's kind of my gold standard of, of zombies that I'd, I'd like to you know play around in that sandbox. But I, like things like The Walking Dead got me into like the strategy of you know surviving the apocalypse. So I like a lot of like business sim type things set in zombie apocalypses too. Business sim, zombie adventure. Well, more my resource management, I guess, would be the more accurate description for it. Uh, not a lot of commerce going on. Well, I, I could see it in the Shaun of the Dead universe, though. That, you know that that True. could be interesting. Yeah, you know. To keep the bar open. <laughs> Has anyone tried that? Do you reckon? Business sim zombie adventure. Uh, there is one actually. There is a zombie tycoon game. Uh, oh, which I don't. I doubt there's said much business, but yeah, you basically control. And there's a few games like this now where you control <laughs> the zombies instead of you know being the human survivors and. Yeah, this one is, uh, yeah, Zombie Tycoon 2009 came out for PlayStation Portable, apparently. Oh. Real-time strategy game, players control three teams of up to eight zombies to attack the living, so. Yeah, I guess you would be, <laughs> like, the zombie master, and you'd deploy your undead minions to go kill the hapless human survivors. <laughs> can bring the dead back to life. But that's my dinner. Now let's see its effects on an actual human being. Drink. But Professor Brainhoff, I'm allergic to liquids. I said drink. So, how was it? Awful. Good grief. Yeah, I found another one like that recently that I, I think it's... Oh, Zombie... Uh, where is it? Zombie Terror Night. It's on one of the, the top ten lists. It's like Terror Night Zombie or something. But yeah, you essentially... And it's more just like a timing-type 
almost a platformer game. Oh, the Zombie Night Terror. Yep, there it is. And you essentially, like, you kind of you can do certain things with certain zombies that'll make other ones, you know, go the other way, or, you know, you'll have exploding zombies, and the goal is just to kind of direct your zombies um, by using the different little traps and stuff, you know, on the screen to, to kill the human survivors that are trying to shoot at you and all that stuff. It's actually pretty It's one of those, like, pixel games, but it's pretty neat, um, and I oh. stick at that one, too. But, uh, I think I, one of the earliest zombie games I played, actually, probably the f- one of, yeah, probably the first after Resident Evil was one called was actually a zombie horror survival mod for the original Neverwinter Nights, the D&D game. And it was very role-playing heavy, and you could, uh, you would just go online with people, and, you know, most of the game was sitting around your complex, you know, talking to people, and then just doing, you know, you were encouraged to make up a whole character and backstory, and it was very immersive, but it had pretty good graphics, too, and you'd go out as teams and scavenge and all that good stuff survivalist stuff so that was pretty neat and I was upset that uh, I, I rebought Neverwinter Nights a while back and was looking online for the mod and it's there but like the, the online support for it isn't anymore I don't, they never really did a first uh, single player of it but it was one of the best said like zombie resource but role playing also games that I think I've ever played yeah it, t- it tends to happen a lot with certain things they just kind of make the mod for zombies yeah they start off with regular game then they go okay let's turn this into this game but with zombies oh yeah there's a ton of them almost anything that is moddable has done that you know <laughs> instead it's just a per- such a pervasive genre throughout video games whenever we do one of these shows I'm always like looking at history of and it's just like how can this many games exist on just one topic it's <laughs> insanity I'm surprised that there's not a Dark Forces mod mentioned here somewhere. You know, the Star Wars one? Yeah. There's 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 bound to be one. Yeah. I would think so. I don't know how moddable that was back in the day. Uh, I'm sure somebody figured it out. Uh, I know they wrote a book on it, or at least they they did a book on zombie stormtroopers. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, um, I think it was a Hansel and Chewbacca adventure. Um... Can't remember, I, I don't think I ever read it, but I remember someone talking about it with me at one point, or I heard it on a podcast or something. Sadly, all my reading has been replaced by my video game addiction. <laughs> Those are my books now, and, and that's why I've, I've kind of been on a quest. I, I didn't get into The Walking Dead, you know, as early as everyone else did, and but once I hit that, I, I definitely sought out more. I, I One of the earliest games I got was The Left 4 Dead 2, ah. uh, which turned me on because it was... A very Romero-like, except they had running and exploding zombies, which Romero didn't. Um, and well, like, one of the levels was set in a mall, and it, it just oh, looked like cool. a good like team shooter. But I I, I sucked horribly at it as I do with most <laughs> shooters, and I just got frustrated. And I haven't played it in probably three years. Report unusual behavior. Barricade your homes. Avoid all contact with infected individuals. Wait for official instructions. <laughs> Wait my ass. Kill all sons of bitches. That's my official instructions. Oh, 
and that's when I started looking for like slower, uh, you know, zombie games that were more like The Walking Dead and um, and as I said, where you had an aspect of of actually building a base and gathering other survivors and supplies and fighting zombies. You gotta have mm-hmm. that too. And there's been a lot over the years that, that kind of tread both worlds and give you great action and great kind of role playing as well. I've, I've played a bunch of them. I've basically been on a since I got into The Walking Dead. I've basically been on a never-ending quest to find like my perfect zombie game. And just looking at my list, uh, I've gone through about thirty of them, searching for it. So hopefully, I don't know if I found it yet or not. But I just keep getting them and <laughs> and getting little pieces of what I want from each of them. But I don't know if I've ever found one that's all-encompassing and gives me everything I want. I'm a video game snob that way, I guess. What are some more, uh, some of the more that you've played over the years? Well, when I got my first laptop, I got Resident Evil 2 with it because it was there. Uh, but I did grab one when I got my Wii back in the day, and it was damn fun. And House of the Dead Overkill. Have Have you ever seen anything from it? No, I don't think so. It's essentially a 70s exploitation movie with House of the Dead kind of ideas thrown in. Mm -hmm. And I got to play it with the big massive gun controller I bought with the game. Oh, cool. And so I got to play it as a shooter, you know, kind of more like an arcade shooter than, you know, pointing the way at the screen. Yeah. Uh, I just chucked a Wii remote in the gun, locked it up, and I had a big kind of magnum thing going on. Ended up getting blisters from that thing. (laughs) (laughs) But I sat there, I played through pretty much a a level a night until it was done, so it took about a week. And it was was awesome and hilarious. And I got it for my laptop as well with with the special mod or at least the, the mod that they put in sometimes for these games, the, the Typing of the Dead. You ever played any of those ones? No. Basically, it's how I learned how to type properly, because I got Typing of the Dead, which was House of the Dead 2. Okay. Um, and instead of shooting them, you type in words or answer questions yeah, or hit keys. And that, that was... That was rather fun, and actually gave me a skill that I could use in other areas. Yeah, exactly. So, that, that's how you should do these. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's awesome when you can. It's, it's always awesome when you can, you know, mold education or training with entertainment. Uh, I should do that and relearn how to type again. I learned to type once back in high school, and I actually got pretty good at it. And now I just have my own thing that I do, <laughs> which is uh, pretty fast still, but it's definitely not standard typing. Uh, and much harder now that my uh, A is broken on my laptop. That, that's, that's yeah. I currently have an M missing. <laughs> uh, the 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 laptop keyboard it kind of broke off. It still works if I touch it, but um, I have to make sure I touch it. Uh, I could probably find a way of fixing it, but that requires some sort of idea of what's wrong with it. Yeah, I can't place. understand why it went. I mean, for some reason, uh, the A went, and all the letters are worn off of my W, S, and uh, and D keys, too. I don't mm. know how that must have happened. <laughs> yeah, strange that. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. 
Wonder what no happened. more first-person shooters for Scott for a while. <laughs> Manages another <laughs> keyboard. First-person shooter, you should be trying to use Q and E more, obviously. You know, the yeah. ones you never use. Those are always the lean keys sometimes, though, depending on your game. I thought it was strafe. Lean or... Sa- no, a and, a and D are always strafe. Oh, I always had them as rotate. <laughs> Uh, no, you can actually it's, go it's back been a while. the keys usually, and I never never do for some stupid reason. It's been a while since I played anything first person on my keyboard. You still get away with the ones where you basically you know, move your direction with the mouse and then just you hit the W and go forward and S to go backwards and those work, but strafing is a little, I can only strafe to the right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess it since, I, since I've been using the laptop for quite a while, that's probably why I haven't been playing the first person shooters, because it's a lot easier to have the two keys that you hit with your right hand than trying to do it with the touchpad and the, and the keys. It just It doesn't quite work that way. I was yeah, never a controller easy. player, man. I just could not do like the the PlayStation or you know Nintendo <laughs> controllers worth a damn. I just could never get them to work for me. I've always been a mouse and keyboard guy, which didn't serve me particularly well when I used to try to play online shooters because uh, some of those youngsters are are pretty good at their controllers, and I never got very far. <laughs> I was I've, the I've guy you some... you least wanted on your squad, you know. Uh-huh. Unless you well, put me on point the... to get to run into a landmine first. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> I've I've seen mice mice gaming mice's mice recently, where there's like sixteen keys on there. How's that even work? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, but I'm pretty sure there's people out there who can use them. I had some game I played recently that I, I couldn't really play without a gaming mouse. I think it wanted this uh, mysterious fourth button, which I don't have on mine, so that was kind of frustrating. I need to upgrade my gaming equipment, clearly. Yeah. I think there's one or two games that have the mouse wheel as a button, and I go, I don't have a mouse wheel, I'm on a laptop. Yeah, my mouse wheel still works, but actually my mouse wheel button is very hard to push now, so... Ah. If, if, his, if his show gets really, really popular again, we might have to start a Kickstarter for Scott's Gaming Gear <laughs> so he can continue the show the Patreon account. <laughs> that could work. Yeah. I know Gene Hendricks does it. He has one for, for some of his shows. I don't know how, how well he does or not, but it's not necessary yet. So when the computer finally goes, that's when I start begging Demanza Corp for some new equipment. <laughs> Anywho, um, yeah, more games. Give me something. I, I have a list that I'm just going to like read off here near the end and, and, and astonish everyone with my addiction. Yeah. I remember one that I played but don't actually remember playing, and I will either have to dust off my PlayStation 2 or hunt out my controller for it or anything to see if I can get it going again. Um, Evil Dead... Fistful of Boomstick, I'm damn sure I have that somewhere. Because when I saw it on the list, I was going, wait a minute, I remember playing that. I did what? not even know it existed. I, I knew about the one that was like way back in the uh, 80s or 90s that came out. Yeah. Uh, I think I was covering that on another show. Uh, but I mean, it's a game with Bruce Campbell as Ash. Yeah. So. You know, it's, it's something you cannot, you know, beat, you know? It's, Zombies, plus Bruce Campbell, plus you get to do the cool boomstick stuff. What the? Join us, 
Come on. I got plenty for everybody. Yeah, I'm definitely going to be seeking it out now that I'm I'm now a huge fan of the new Ash vs. Evil Dead TV show that's uh, <laughs> definitely would love to play in that world. Although, again, I'm, I'm so lousy at shooters. I just don't know if I... Is that, that's what that is, primarily a shooter? It's it's a third-person kind of mm-hmm. uh, action thing, so be more like the... Traffic of Yeah, more like Tomb Raider. I'm a little better at those. Yeah, it's, it's just the jumping that always kind of knocks you off on those. You jump to grab the ledge, and then you miss the ledge and fall down and get impaled on spikes. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'm a master of missing jumps in video games. It's, it's pathetic. That's why I'm not a good platformer guy. Uh, even two-dimensional jumping is a problem for me. I remember for Resident Evil, though, you had to be the master of unlocking. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's apparently a thing, or it's become a thing. Uh, just because it's it, it's a line from that game that's just delivered so badly. Um, uh, did you ever play Warcraft Three? I think so. I, I might have ended it too. I don't know if I ever got around to playing three or not. The third one you have a new race to play with, and it is zombies, basically. Yeah. Well, no, it is zombies. Um, it, it was the one that kind of introduced me to Warcraft. I started with that and almost finished with it. I do occasionally play World of Warcraft every night again, but Warcraft 3 was more my speed. It was more fun. Yeah, those were always great games. We'll have to do a whole... I never got into World of Warcraft because I knew how much of my life it would suck away if I did. (laughs) Well, you can play a zombie in that. Go around and people, I guess. Nice. A few games on my list do that, too. There's one for the uh, Steam, you know, like the Valve source that people can mod, and, and like for Counter-Strike, and it originally kind of came from Half-Life. Yeah. Um, they did one called uh, uh, No More Room in Hell, maybe, which is a play on the old... Oh, uh, yeah. When there's no more room in hell, yeah. the dead shall walk the earth. Yeah. And, and that one's uh, multiplayer online, and, and if you die, uh, you come back and, and become a zombie and can go after the rest of the, the players. And hugely unsuccessful with that one, but it is it's pretty neat, because you, know, you can do all the survival stuff too, and gather food and weapons, and as well as run around. And There's not much of that going around on, it's just people running around killing each other, as there is most online shooter games, but... Uh, you can do the other stuff if you want. You can get nails and a hammer and board up walls and windows. That's the kind of stuff I, I think is neat. Um, cool third-player zombie game they came out with a while ago on Steam, and I jumped right on when it came out because I read good reviews. Little did I know that it was kind of almost in an early access stage, and they never they never really finished it. Uh, it's one of those I learned my lesson on that, you know, don't buy games right away. Read older reviews of them. You know, don't read a review of someone who played for two hours because this essentially wasn't completed. You know, there was like a, but it was a great game. It was incredible graphics, and you could, you know, you had your base and your survivors. You can go out and find new survivors and your supplies and and take over other houses and make them your new base and and a lot of story oriented quests and things like that and then some good uh, voice acting and animation and then like you get to the end uh, the ultimate goal is to like repair this RV and get the hell out of Dodge and find yourself a new city or in a new stronghold 
zombies just keep increasing in number and ferocity. And then you finally finish the game and get out of the uh, out of the town, and you think it's gonna because it's plugged as like an open world game, which it mostly is. And then they just they take you right back to the same town, and you basically start over. Ah. It's like what? <laughs> <laughs> You think they could have come up with some kind of randomizer to, for placing the various yeah. buildings, at least? Yeah, it was pretty disappointing. I mean, like, all the story quests are gone. You can still roam around and build your, you know, fort and everything, but it's all just the same city. And it's just mm-hmm. like, oh, that's such a cop-out. Disappointing. Uh, oh. I, I think um, my nephew got a game from Steam at one point or from somewhere and it was early access as well and they had to return it essentially you know they got a refund on it but yeah. you have to be careful on Steam I've, I've been lucky so far yeah I mean if you're buying an early access game for you know five bucks or something and you know, and the developers drop it. You know, who cares? You know, if you get to play 10, 20 hours of a game, whether it's going to someday get completely finished or not, you know, it's probably worth the five bucks you spent on it. Um, but yeah, some like that. And I think uh, State of Decay was maybe one of those that made Steam. There wasn't as much early access stuff going on on Steam when that came out. And I think it, it helped to kind of spur that movement of, of giving the customers a little more warning that, you know, this game technically isn't really done. You know, that you can play it, but that's it needs further development if it's going to have continued replayability. And I think the uh, they came out with a few mods for it and stuff, and like an ultimate version, which I didn't go back and spend the extra DLC money on. You know, they fooled me once. Um... But ultimately, it was a pretty good game, and I would recommend it if you can find it on sale. I'm wondering if that's what I should just... When we were talking about this before, it seems I'd played a lot more of these games than you had, which is, you know, no biggie, but I wonder if I should just go down my list and, and maybe you can go, yeah, I played that one too. And I, I think my goal for this show is mainly just to, to let the listeners know what's out there that they may not have seen and, and describe some of these and... Um, just kind of give my recommendation. Obviously, The Walking Dead, you know, a show that popular, had to had to spawn some video game adaptations, and I guess there's been a couple bad ones. There was one yeah. starring um, Merle and Daryl, I guess, that was pretty crappy, and I almost bought that one, but I, I luckily read some reviews on it first. The, the one that has been very successful, and but is... I'm not sure I'm a huge fan of it. it was the uh, Telltale game Walking Dead games? And have you ever played any of those? No, not yet. It's it's the kind of more story ones, isn't it? Yeah, and it's almost to a point of being boring. And it's not it's not boring because it's a great story. The art is like right out of the comic. I mean, it's more based on the comic motif than the show. And one or two characters from the show and or comics do show up, but not in a, a big capacity. They're more just kind of cameos. And the storyline is great. Voice acting is great. You know, graphics are great. But essentially, it's kind of a choose-your-own-adventure book, you know. Is that a quick-time event type thing? 
Yeah, yeah, and and some of those are, uh, you know, it, it, they can be as simple as, you know, hit E, you know, slam on your E key to open this door, and, and there's not really a lot. <laughs> it, th- these games are more designed, you know, to tell a story, and as I said, they're choose-your-own-adventure. You, the story is affected by your choices, and even the next episodes are affected you know, by your choices, they they make several different story branching storylines. So that aspect of it's cool, but it, it's almost just to the point where it, you almost wish it was all just make choices and and not have these little mini games. Many of which are just kind of really boring. That's my only nitpick about those. But I would I would recommend them highly for anyone who just wants a really immersive, you know, story driven glimpse into that world. Well, I reckon you didn't do it then. Why do you say that? Now, I've driven a bunch of fellas down to this prison. Usually it's about now I get the, I didn't do it. Every time? Every time. People up and go mad when they believe their life is over. In the room! This other time. It's almost like zombie games for, for dummies because there isn't much you have to do other than save this person or save that one, you know, and, and mash a couple keys here and there. So it's a very easy game, and if you want to just kill an hour and a half, you know, living in the Walk, Walking Dead universe, you really can't go wrong because I think most of the episodes are about, you know, an hour and a half. And I, I give a fair warning to any of the Telltale games. I, I think I came late to the game and bought the uh, whole first season. They always release them in like six episodes. I think I came late to the first season and I bought the whole package all at once so I could just keep playing it. And then the second one, second season, I jumped right on it and bought the first episode and was done with it in an hour and like the next one didn't come out for three months or so. And you're just kind of like, I want more now. And so with any of those, I'd, I'd recommend them finishing the run. Depending on your patience level, I have very little, so... Personally, I'd appreciate the company of a guy who can knock a couple of heads together if he has to. Sometimes it's fun, though. It's like the TV show where you're waiting for the next week and what's going to happen type thing. I've been playing the new The Telltale Batman one um, episodically, and and that's been tough to wait for the next one. I've, I've actually got episode three queued up for the last two days that I haven't had time to delve into, and kind of good that though though you know it's it you want to be playing it you yeah. know it's okay. it's it's good marketing my, my bad know? patience is at an end though and, and, and somewhere today or tomorrow between editing four different things i have to slip it in there <laughs> when they when they get to the end of the um, episodes for that do they say does it bring up your guy was it bill dozier who did the voiceover as well you know just have the announcer come up and say will batman get to this will this happen no find out next time no no see him back computer see him back channel no no not exactly Uh but which you know would have fit in nicely because the alfred in that is is essentially the tv alfred oh cool it's kind of looks like him it's it's kind of a kind of a hybrid of the tv alfred and maybe michael kane-ish i don't know uh yeah, but that was pretty neat. It, it kind of—it's—it's it's a very different storyline. I mean, it plays with the Batman mythology and does some really different things with it that you would expect. Some very interesting twists that might even piss off some hardcore Batman fans. But <laughs> I've been enjoying it. Um, yeah, the, uh, I think 
the only Telltale one that I kind of want to play is the Back to the Future one. I just haven't gotten around to it. Yeah, me either, but that's definitely on my docket. Uh, I bought a Law and Order one, I think, from them once. It was kind of neat, but it was, you know, it was a lawyer. It was just like the show with all the actors and everything. Oh. Uh, It was was just, it was even kind of worse than Walking Dead as far as... (laughs) Although that actually did have, like, little mini-games, like you would take your crime kit and look for clues and stuff, but it was more like a hidden object game if than anything, you know, with the storyline stuff. Did you get to play as Joe from Flash? I think you did, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, a lot I of the characters were in there. Yeah, I'm blanking on his name at the minute, Jerry but I know him as Joe. And, yeah, before he died, oh. did his voices on it. And, cool. Yeah, it was pretty neat. I used to get into some of those, too. There were some CSI games. Do a whole show on that. Yeah, the CSI ones, I played two or three of them without realizing. <laughs> yeah. I, I played the first one. Second. I watched Law and Order for a while. I never watched really any CSI, but I love kind of investigative games. Yeah. A whole show on cop and investigative games one of these days, too. But uh, a Walking Dead game actually just came out with uh, a Michonne storyline too which I haven't gotten to play yet Um, which I'm not even sure where it takes place within the mythology because it does kind of acknowledge the uh, comics as existing so I'm sure her story is kind of like almost her origin story from the comics that we didn't get to see so that was probably pretty neat uh, there have been a lot of online games, not not the big online shooters, but there have been some social media games. There was a Walking Dead <laughs> social media game. There's a, what looks like a really good one out for, you know, uh, I get to see all these ads when I'm watching The Walking Dead now for these phone app games, you know, that I can't play. <laughs> There's a new a one for The Walking Dead. Yeah, 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 no, I, have a, yeah. I, have, I have an ancient cell phone that, that can't even get pictures. That's how ancient it is, so... Um, yep, I just have not had the finances nor inclination to upgrade my, my phone system to the 21st century, I guess. Possibly safer that way? It might be, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, I don't look, I do like the idea of having a camera with me wherever I go, you know, but I, I don't necessarily, especially with AT&T about to take over, like, Time Warner, I'm not even sure uh-huh. my TV are. <laughs> Might be able to stream video or whatever, stream new episodes of things. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm, my eyes aren't good enough to watch crap on a little screen like that. Anyway, I would just, I would make myself completely blind within a month. Sure, there's probably a way of getting a tablet to kind of work properly as a phone. It's pretty much a smartphone, just bigger. Yeah, Sarah has one actually. We watch a lot of stuff on that, and she can she can do that as a phone. She usually skypes in from her tablet, I think. Uh, when she's not here recording, so could be a way to go. Someday, someday, once uh, you know that, that pile of money falls off a plane or something into my backyard. <laughs> Still waiting there, DB Cooper. Just drop it on me. <laughs> I don't think you'll have been falling for that long. <laughs> no, but you know the next DB Cooper. Mm-hmm. There's got to be one. You know, good crimes like that never go unrepeated. Well, has anyone done the whole D.B. Cooper was a time traveler? You know? Yeah. Has, has that story been told yet? I don't know. But why not? Yeah. Jumped out the plane, went through a wormhole. Yeah. There Nicholas you go. Cage apparently is. I've seen pictures, you know, on the internet. <laughs> so it must be. Yeah. 
<laughs> he was a vampire in the old west. Mm, yeah. <laughs> uh, another, uh, there was a Walking Dead one on Facebook for a while, which I just looked up before doing this show, hoping I could play it again, and they closed that like last December. Ah. Uh-huh. Um, the string of angry comments. Yeah. <laughs> Saying it's oh you still took people's money for this right up to the end of the of closing it but you know thanks yeah the Marvel Avengers Alliance one closed down yeah last, so yeah sad uh, sad about that yeah that was a good game but they stopped they stopped charging people for anything uh, they you couldn't buy anything from the start of September no that's good yeah so they they give you. Uh, extra gold and stuff and extra things so you could try to finish off anything I think uh, yeah. I focused on trying to get as many of the characters as possible and yeah me too I didn't, didn't play quite it in a finish. Long time. no I, I gave it up for a while, a while back and it was sad to see it go because I was kind of just getting I think I'd just seen Civil War and you know I'm like well, maybe I should start playing that again <laughs> nope denied on the plus side gives you more free time to play other things absolutely but obviously not the walking dead one which they got rid of last year seemingly no I, I, there was another one i played for a while and i can't remember the name on facebook that was really cool and you you started off in like your own little compound and then you could you know you had to build up your barricades and, and build your water storage and food storage and it was almost like a farmville thing that you know you you and you had water collectors and you know traps for animals and so you had to wait you know your water collector will be refilled again in an hour or you can spend money on it you know that kind of ah uh, yeah <laughs> which i never did but um that was always cool to come back to and then you would be battling actual other people you know in the game go on the game map and go attack other compounds and stuff so that one was pretty neat it was a really cool one which i want to go back and check on and see if it's still going called dead frontier and wow. it's a completely browser-based, but um, Dead Frontier. Is it, is it a space one, as in Final Frontier, or are we talking Frontier as in Old West? No, just no. It's just a just zombie apocalypse game. Just ah. yep. And but it was multiplayer, and yeah, you like started in a compound that you know had you know, a little market, and and you go up, go out in the streets, and and go on quests and try to rescue people and but it was kind of like top down I guess it's called isometric view maybe and yeah you just kind of wander around and you know do your weapons and it's a hard game but it was persistent and like you always you know came back to it and logged back in and, and still had all your stuff and and I guess they were they were in the process of adding like strongholds you can build and stuff like that but I think my uh, they were very persistent about you continuing to play their game. Unfortunately, you would get an email every now and then, like if you didn't play for thirty days, they're like, "We're going to end your account if you don't log back in. You're going to lose all your stuff." And, well, after a while, I'm just like, "Lose my stuff. I just don't have time for you right now. I'm sorry. I'm not going to just go mm. give you clickbait so I can keep my stuff for another month." <laughs> Hey, it looks like you haven't played in a while. It'd be yeah. terrible if someone got rid of all your stuff. Yeah, really. It's a nice account you got there. It'd be a shame if something happened to it. Yeah. 
that's kind of the way some things are going now, though. I get it. You you, you want to have uh, you know if you if, especially if you're doing a website like that because it was it's a completely free game yeah. and I think you could do microtransactions but you didn't really need to um, you know it's more about like skins for your character and, and bigger guns and which you could find and you could you could accumulate the same amount of money and the same kind of money just by doing the game but it obviously would take a lot longer. It's why so. I don't mind the adverts on the free games, you know. Yeah. You know, they have to pay for it somehow. Yeah. You know, they're giving me enjoyment. I, I will happily sacrifice the 10 seconds or 20 seconds or whatever to kind of play this. And oh, yeah. Get yeah, but in money. the same respect, that's why they, they do, like, the email thing, I'm sure, is because they have to tell these adver- – they have to give solid numbers to these advertisers and to let them know how many people are going to be seeing their ads every month. To, to Active paid. players. Yeah. Yep, yep. I, I used to be in marketing. I understand that whole whole dance, unfortunate as it may be. The one that I uh, said not being a, a fan of first-person shooters, I don't know why I was so adamant on getting this, except that I just read amazing reviews on it. It was called Daisy, and it was originally a mod oh. for a military game called Arma 2, and which I'd never played. Um it's just really great military first-person shooter, which I also stink at, but I mean, it's like one of the most, or they always marketed themselves as the most accurate military game out there. You know, it's less arcade than, like, the, the Call of Duty and Battlefield ones. It's more um, just really amazingly rendered, you know, 3D landscapes and weapons, and they just stay very true to, like, the actual workings of these weapons, and very like hard to shoot people you know it's actually like real weapons in the war um but i i literally bought that game just so i could get the mod for it to play <laughs> zombies so i went up and bought a 40 dollar game to play a mod <laughs> so how stupid is that but this is just one of the most immersive realistic zombie experiences you'll you'll really ever get um but it can be really, really boring too, and really, really hard. And it's persistent online, and there's you know a ton of servers, private and public. And just generally, I mean, the world is so big, and the rendered world is that a lot of your day playing it is just going to be running around and getting to town to town. If you can't find a car, you know, you can literally take an hour walking between places of civilization to loot. Yeah. Proper real-time type stuff, then? Pretty much, yeah. And and then, you know, if you, you come upon other players, they'll most likely kill you and take your stuff because they've been in longer and have the weapons. Um, <laughs> you shouldn't need to take your stuff, then. Yeah. And eventually you can, like, craft and, you know, craft yourself a, a persistent, you know, if you craft yourself like a tent, I think you can come back in after dying and spawn at your last spot and uh, keep some of your stuff, but... I don't think I ever played one server long enough to make too much of a dent, but it's just very fun and immersive, and, you know, the zombies are, are kind of slow shamblers, but they're they're rough and relentless, and it's, you know, you can't even, like, run into a building and get away from them. Yeah, you have to do a lot of, like, crawling around and stealth, and, and just, it's more for fans of, you know, the, the flat-out survival um, aspect of it that you, you want to get your stronghold and gather your food and weapons and learn to build fires and cook and you know, all kinds of stuff like that but it's one of those that will just suck 
days and months and years of your life away if you ever delve into it. That's why I had to eventually uh, stop playing it. That's why it's called Daisy. Pretty much, that should be decade Z. <laughs> <laughs> Another one that's more like um, kind of top-down, pixely. I don't even know how to describe it. Almost like I don't know how to. Grand describe Theft Auto. It. No, no, it's not, it's not that kind of top down the isometric still. Yeah, yeah, and this it's called Project Zomboid, which is always on Steam, pretty cheap too. A very you know indie project, uh, and that's just kind of pure sim too. You just wander around and and that's online now too, and uh, you can do some good role playing stuff and and pretty much it's one of those that anything you can think of that you want to do, you can do. I mean, if you. That's- you know, want to kill one of your housemates and, and put them in the oven and cook them up, you know, you can go there. <laughs> okay. You can pretty much harvest anything, build anything, and and the the zombies are rough. It's more just about getting away from them than killing them. You know, there are kind of two zombies games. There's ones that you want to just never see a zombie in if you want to complete the game, or in, and there's the ones that you're actively just trying to go shoot them, you know, constantly. And then there's the hybrid of the two. I guess I always lean towards the, the simulation resource management ones because I tends to be less reliant on my reflexes than my intellect. <laughs> Some of them are a bit of a combination where you've got limited ammo, limited health stuff, you know. You spend yeah. half your time running around trying to collect that and not use it because you'll probably need it for a boss battle at some point. Yeah, yeah and those are always kind of the ones that I, I lean towards in, in any genre of the game, just that, you know, it takes a little more than just your button-mashing ability to play. It makes me feel smart, I guess. What else have I got here? I'm just going to go down my list. Maybe you've played a few. <laughs> uh, I'm talking too much, Dave. You're going to have to okay. learn in this show to not let me do that. <laughs> It's interesting. Um, I'm trying to find one that I'd played. Um, Zombies Eat My Neighbors. Mm-hmm. It's from a long time ago. Um, yeah, I remember that. I, I'm sure I played that. Was that like a Nintendo originally? Or? Uh, Genesis, uh, Mega Drive type yeah. thing. Yeah. I think I rented it once or twice. Um, just went around shooting zombies and... If I remember, if uh, as long as I'm not getting it confused with another one, I could not get through it. I kept trying; it didn't go well. Eventually, I think I just grabbed a code from like a Games Master magazine uh, or some sort of gaming thing and went to the final level and got killed and couldn't complete it. You know, you, th- trying to take the easy way didn't work for me, but neither did taking the long way. So. Yeah, here it is right here. Uh, Zombie Ate My Neighbors, 1993. Way back then. Genesis yeah. and Super NES. Yep. I think we got it under a different name. But, you know. Well, there I was plant, Plants vs. Zombies was very big for a while. It was like a yeah, I avoided that like the plague because I was, I was pretty sure I would get sucked in. You know, uh, I've avoided Candy Crush for that reason. Yeah, well, it's one uh, of those. It's like Angry Birds and, and those yeah. kind of things. And yeah, those are evil incarnate. <laughs> yeah. They absorb all of your time. Yeah, they do. All of it. And well, this, this was a tar defense one. 
Yeah, no? yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I watched an ex-girlfriend of mine play it on her tablet for a while, and it was just like, no, I just, no. It looked, looked fun, but it's just like, nope, I know I'm doomed if I start that. <laughs> but yeah, it's, I, I, there have been sequels, and I, I have not touched them. I, I will not touch them because I will get pulled in because I'll sit there and grow all these different plants to fight the zombies that are coming in and that that will not go well that that will eat into my work time I'll be sitting yeah. at work <laughs> yeah yeah the, the, it's evil that people make games like that that you could potentially do at work and get yourself fired that, that should yeah. be a no-no <laughs> Facebook has ended many a career I suspect Yes, this is why you turn the privacy settings on properly. Yeah, yeah. Or just not say anything about work ever. Mm-hmm. Possibly the safer way to go. <laughs> now, have you ever played a game called Goat Simulator? No, but I did talk my friend into getting it at one point because I figured he'd like it. Um, I'm, I'm very aware of it. And I remember seeing the video where essentially you do a satanic ritual and become an evil undead zombie. Go to me. Yeah, there's an evil... Uh, well, they actually went one step further and, and did a mod called Goat Z, which was basically... Ah. Yeah, where you go around and bite humans and turn them into zombies. Okay. You can also kill the zombies, but you can actually infect an entire town with your goat, you know. Do you get to attack Conan O'Brien? Because I think that was what you got to do in, in either Goat Simulator, Goat Simulator with Demon Summoning if it exists, or possibly this Goat Z. God, that, I, it might be. I don't know. I never got there, but that wouldn't surprise me because Conan, he's in a few video games, actually. Yeah. He's, you ever play the Lego Batman 3? Yes. He's your yes, host in the uh, Hall of Justice there, pretty much. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> We, we don't really have him over here, though, so... Yeah, yeah. He's, he's not as much of a thing, although it's possible he could end up being. Um, I've seen adverts for Jimmy Fallon coming on. I'm going, I only know him from two things. Jurassic Park... Uh, sorry, Jurassic World and uh, Universal Studios tour, I believe. So... Well, he was also in uh, Almost Famous, actually, the movie. I never got around to watching that. Oh, great movie, man. You'd love it. You'd love it. It's one of my top five movies ever, probably. So I tell everyone they would love it, but maybe not. Mm-hmm. Uh, hoping it, to it do that be- one. Uh, hoping to do a review of that with Paul Spataro on Is It Jaws? I've, I've been begging him and offering <laughs> children for sacrifice to, to do that. Although I already know it's Jaws, so I don't know. Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's entirely possible that Paul doesn't think it's Jaws. That's true. Yeah, he's never seen it. I, 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 I told him to track down this. There's uh, like an, a, a director's cut of it that uh, is, in my opinion, much better than the theatrical version. And I told him to track down that one and, and waste three hours and 20 minutes of his life on it. <laughs> so, he'll either thank me or hate me at the end. <laughs> Was it based off a real band? Not exactly. It's actually uh, based on uh, Cameron Crowe, who's the director who directed it and wrote it. And it's based on his life as a very young rock critic who uh, got hired by Rolling Stone um, early on in his career when he was like 16 and sent on the road with the Allman Brothers. 
And so the band in it is fictional, but it's it's all uh, pretty yeah, much so. based on his experiences. Yeah. Oh, cool. Really grateful and just some amazing music in it. It's like it's got to have the most licensed. Uh, it's gonna probably have the most Led Zeppelin music licensed for a film <laughs> in the history of film. So they got just about everything but Stairway to Heaven. They couldn't nail that. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I, I mostly know Stairway from not being played in Wind's World. I think that's where I first find it. Yeah. Then I had to find out what the heck they were talking about. <laughs> Good, because it's a movie that mentions Led Zeppelin should do to people is get them to discover Led Zeppelin. Um... Here. Yeah, the goat, goat Simulator Goat Z is one I, I, I've always. Yeah, I think uh, was as the best game in the world because it's just the silliest thing in the world. It, I think the only reason I haven't played it is because it requires me buying it from somewhere, and if if I get it as part of a humble bundle thing, I can go. Well, I got it with that. Otherwise, I get to tell people, oh yeah, I went out and purposely bought a goat game. Yeah, I'm, I'm not proud either, um, but <laughs> for some reason I saw some videos of it and I'm just like, I have to have this. And it it's really not fun. much of a game, it's just a physics simulator mostly, and it's just good stress it, relief, you know? It's, it's kind of like something I would come up with. Um, I remember I, I did a game course back in uni, and I couldn't get certain things to work properly with one of the programming things I was doing, so I went, you know what, that's a feature done yeah you know it, it not working right things flying off randomly that's what it's meant to do yeah sure you know yeah there's whole youtube videos of just video game glitches that are hilarious and i've like never experienced any of the the, the famous glitches in in these video uh, games and i'm almost i feel like i've been cheated <laughs> you know so why don't i get the glitch where the the guy suddenly flies 100 feet in the air as you're shooting at him uh, <laughs> I know I've had one or two glitches where I've been running through a map and then I'm falling and I'm falling fall the floor, I'm yeah. falling I'm falling uh, I look up at the at the entire map and I get to see how it was all created which is really nice actually Daisy oh. I think does have a few of those every now and then <laughs> and Goat Simulator is you know it's almost a self-aware glitch you know they, they actually yeah. you know you probably get an achievement for that yeah, you do actually. There's yeah, it's got a lot of silly achievements on Steam too. I love Steam achievements. Yeah, um, the PlayStation Store or the PlayStation Network. Um, if you're signed up for PlayStation Plus, which is what you need to play online games, unfortunately, um, but they they give you a couple of free games every month, uh, which is nice. But it's only until your subscription ends, right? Which is not very nice. But as long as you keep your subscription going, you have them. So, you know, look at it how you want. But uh, this month it was Transformers Devastation, which I've played a bit of. It's rather That's fun. A good game too, yeah. Yeah, and Resident Evil the remake. Nice, yeah. And I, I tried to fight the first zombie, which is usually where I die in this game. Um, and so I tried to figure out what the controls were for killing. It didn't go well. I ended up getting eaten by a zombie. And I believe the achievement was called "Get Used to It." Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah so I, I like the naming for some of these things. Yeah, yeah, it, it's great. It makes good, feel good stuff. You, you get achievements even for failing miserably. Yeah, and, and stuff like Steam. It's it's good for the soul. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Zombie Lane was another Facebook game that probably doesn't exist anymore, but that was kind of a more humorous um, take on things. Um, Dead State was very Walking Dead-like, um, and I think that might be one of those that's kind of stuck in early access and, and will never actually really be kind of finished, <laughs> but it was a pretty stable game when I played it. Oh, I did want to say something about Goat Simulator. Goat Simulator is essentially, I think the first one, they did one that's kind of a parody of, uh, of World of Warcraft, too. It's set <laughs> in a fantasy world. But the original is basically oh, yes, Grand Theft Auto-ish type stuff. You know, you have a free yeah. free roaming city and a bunch of, you know, physics engine kind of stunts you can do. You can run into a... You run your goat into a, a firework and it, it suddenly flies, you know, a thousand feet in the air. So it's almost a self-aware play on some of the glitches in video games. But it's kind of like a GTA... You know, if you don't want to feel like you're going around and murdering people with a machine gun, you're instead running around murdering them with a goat. So it's a little fit more family friendly, yeah. I guess. Fun for the kids. Be great. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't like butting someone across, you know, the world with a goat? I don't know. I have weird tastes in games. I've played uh, How to Survive 1 and 2, or at least very little of them, which is another kind of top down isometric. Um, survival slash kill zombie games. Action RPG, I guess you would call it. Zafe House Diaries I think is by the same company that did the Project Zomboid. That's more of a... That's an interesting simulation and it's all like done in in text and two-dimensional maps and you like open your 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 Zafe House Diary basically and it, it writes out the story for you depending on on the uh, actions you take and you have your characters and you actually have to do like a daily interaction between characters with some dialogue options and you either get along with the people in your crew or you can get to a point where people are mad enough at each other to start murdering each other <laughs> so it's it's very uh, focused on like keeping the psychology you know of the survivors in a good place just as much as it is the supplies and the weaponry and the ammo. So th that kind of appealed to me a little bit. You go more into the, the head space of the, the survivors, and it's important not just to survive with people, but to get along with people. So kind of a positive zombie message there. Yeah. Um, Peace and harmony within the, the end of days. Yeah, always. No, that's all we'll have left then which is our humanity <laughs> plant a tree grow, grow, a, grow a spear yeah, no. yeah okay. exactly always have to have crafting materials very important yeah. there's one Another that I one keep meaning to oh, I was Go just going to say one that I keep meaning to check out is the Dead Space series have you played any of those? No, no, and yeah I, I meant to mention that but uh, Zombies in Space yeah, it kind of goes into the category of yeah, transplanting zombies to other other genres, and yeah, from what I've seen on YouTube videos and, and stuff, I, I think I never I was very intrigued. It's something I kind of wanted to play, but I kind of also knew that I'd be horrible at it, so I just never <laughs> spend the money on it. You know, it's just like I know these things are just going to be rushing at me all the time, and I'm going to be like, ah, crap, 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 and trying to shoot, and I'll die horribly and mm -hmm. have bad dreams. So, yeah, it's one of those I think I've uh, I've got my games that I've I've been able to discipline myself that now I'll just 
I'll, I'll go watch somebody else play it on YouTube and, and try to have good vicarious experience that way. Sometimes that saves me a lot of money and a lot of time. <laughs> yeah. But sometimes it's just fun to go shoot things yourself. You know, get get the internal rage out oh, yeah. in space. Yes, in space is always fun. Absolutely. Another one I've avoided trying to to get my hands on is that uh, Alien Isolation and kind of for the I, I definitely want to play that was the good Alien one, right? Universe. Yeah, yeah, that was one of the good ones. Yeah, I was I one of those guys that was sitting around waiting for uh, Colonial Marines to come out and be like, oh my yeah. god, this is going to be awesome. And and luckily, I either didn't have the money when it came out, or I probably would have jumped right on it. I only heard play. bad things. Oh yeah, it's like <laughs> it's going to go down in history as like one of the worst games ever made that was you know hyped beyond words and pissed a lot of people off. Duke Nukem Forever. Duke yeah, Nukem Forever. Yeah. We'll we'll have to do our uh, Hall of Shame show one of these days for games like that. We'll do some significant research and and find out what you should never ever 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 buy. <laughs> Yeah, the ones where you played once and went, do you know what? This isn't for me. Yeah. And apparently everyone else said that too. Yeah. Well, I guess it was as bad as, you know, and No Man's Sky is taking some shit for this. Oh, yeah. Lately, man, that's that's <laughs> that's going to be in our Hall of Shame. Uh, but, yeah, I guess, like, even the uh, promo stuff they had at, you know, some of the, the shows was, like, ten times higher resolution and better than the actual product that came out and that tends to make people angry a little bit <laughs> yeah, I, I would prefer them to actually give me actual game footage of those things so I go yeah. oh they, these are my expectations I will keep them here then this looks yeah. like a fun game yeah exactly yeah that's it so it, it borders on false advertising and I think some yeah. people are actually trying to I know they were trying to get their money back from No Man's Sky for a while there are a lot of people who are not actual gameplay footage. Yeah. I, I don't mind cutscenes, though. If, if it's going to be a cutscene in the game that's decent quality and they're showing that to show how cool the cutscenes are, that's fine. Yeah. I don't mind that as much, as long as you also show me some gameplay. Yeah. You know? Yeah, just it's, it's like any product. And, and I, it still astounds me that video games is the you know one of the few industries that still seems to have problems in these arenas that they just they release stuff too quickly or you know it's almost like the new normal to expect your game to be broken when you first get it and you have to wait for the patches it just, just no. No, that's why I don't buy anything new anymore understand there's a big industry that needs to be supported with our money and all that but you're not getting mine until you give me a full product anymore <laughs> I'm still disappointed I didn't get that Daredevil game they announced it back in this, I can't even remember how long ago it was it was probably around the same time as the film was out yeah and I saw the it was it was more like the comic I know that and it looked pretty cool from the pictures I saw and then it just went away I've heard the Punisher game was really great too and I've oh, got a chance to play that it was damn good yeah, yeah I'll find it someday I, I'll see what I can do <laughs> but the the Punisher the the methods of, of gaining information or um, dealing torture. with certain people <laughs> yeah. well not quite torture it's 
as in quite basically it's not quite anything you know not quite hitting them with the saw blade you know okay. uh, until you accidentally push the wrong button too far and then they hit the saw blade before they give you the information ah well uh, you well you know eggs and omelets you know yeah <laughs> I mean I mean you use the fear of getting killed that way more than than you don't uh, it, it has been a while since I played it though so maybe there is some torture for it you know you, you might be able to get that. that that's what I had read about it and that's you know being the evil bastard I apparently am that's what you know attracted me to it not really <laughs> I just wanted to be the punisher yeah they, these people had done bad things I was happy enough to go through and kill them yeah somebody has to you know someone's gonna step up to the vigilante plate it might as well yep. be us <laughs> <laughs> Other games, I want to run around and make friends with happy, fluffy bunnies. Yeah, sure. Because sometimes I want to do that. Yeah. And then sometimes those bunnies turn out to be crazy and deciding to try to take over the world. <laughs> what game is that? I want to play that game. Uh, Toonstruck. I think I mentioned it before. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Spoilers. The bunny's evil. <laughs> For like 20-year-old game now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, pretty much. Yeah. All spoilers on this show. If you're, if you're listening to any of my podcasts, if you've ever listened to any of my podcasts, you know that I cannot bite my tongue usually for any kind of spoiler stuff. So, listener beware. Yeah. Bruce Willis is dead from the start of this podcast, just so you know. <laughs> uh, a couple that, going back to like the, the new resurgence in like, retro games, there are two zombie games I really can't recommend enough. Um, that are in the vein of the old 8-bit and 16-bit graphics-wise, but the gameplay on them is uh, really quite amazing. Um, And simple, but amazing. Uh, One is called March of the Living, which is essentially just a side-scroller. You just are literally kind of marching through the wasteland, and uh, it's... I don't know if you've ever played the game faster than light. I don't believe so. No. But that's that's simulation. What's that? That's where I know it from. It, I haven't played it, but I know of it. It's you're playing. Uh, do you play it with more than one person? Sometimes. Uh, or they I don't each know take on different roles. Uh, no, might be thinking no. of a different one. Sorry. It is kind of a start. I, I don't know if there's support for that or not, but it would actually probably work with it. Um, no, it's a starship simul- simulator yeah. essentially. And storyline is that you're running from whatever evil empire, you know, um, and trying to get to a, another destination on a faraway star. And so it's it's the map is essentially different star systems you go to, um, different space stations and other aliens and stuff. And you have your ship and you have your you can hire your crew and you have someone in your your shield room and someone in your engine room and someone as a pilot. And they all build their skills as like repairing stuff and all that. Um, but I mean, it's been such it's an old indie game on on Steam, but it's like so popular that it's almost people actually describe games as faster than light like now, um, and that's kind of what this uh, March of the Living is because you just kind of go from town to town or sector to sector, but the main action screen is side scroller, and you're just kind of walking along and. You know, occasionally you can rest in the in the action scenes, but it's not recommended. That's when the zombies might come, and you have like a noise meter, and you can tell when they're getting closer. And um, and then there's attacks in yeah. like Final Fantasy type 
you know, turn-based combat. Uh, but this really kind of gives you one of the best Walking Dead type experiences I, th- I think I've had in a zombie game. And it just, you, you gather some, you know, survivors along the way. And it's very random, very like procedurally generated. Um, so replay value is great on it. And very hard. I've never gotten through that or faster than light. Um, but it's, it's a good little melding of, you know, not an action game by any means, but it's a nice little hybrid of, of some simple visuals and, and good storyline and, and good, like, resource management and stuff. Because you basically go into towns and then you map out your day, how long you're searching at this place and how long you're searching at that place. And you have to actually go and feed yourself when your hunger bars, you know, too red and, and find water and all that stuff and keep an eye on your ammo. And, and gather some some survivors to take the trek with you, but it's it's a really good, simple, non-graphic heavy um, something you can play, you know, for any amount of time and have a little good time at it. And the other one uh, that I, I I found maybe a couple of years ago came out. Uh, I think everybody that's ever played a, I think I might PC know what game, you're gonna talk about. Maybe because I think uh, I might have played this one. It looks familiar. If it's what I think you're going with. Maybe. Uh, Well, anyone who's played a PC game, and some of us even played this in our earliest days in school on the earliest computers, some of us older fucks, anyway. (laughs) Um, A little game called The Oregon Trail, you know. And uh, some magnificent bastard made The Oregon Trail video game, which is The Oregon Trail with Zombies, and it's glorious. And it's along the same lines of March of the Living. They're very similar, but it's it's essentially yeah the old the old classic Oregon Trail, and it's you know instead of dysentery you get zombie disease occasionally, uh, and sometimes dysentery. And sometimes dysentery. You know you eat the wrong eat the wrong food. You come across biker gangs, and you know how that always had the the little mini games where you go out and have to shoot food or fend off Indians or whatever unpolitically correct thing they did back then. <laughs> um, <laughs> Standing Rock, we're with you, by the way. Um, but yeah, it's just a fun little time waster um, that gives you a nice little nostalgic warm and fuzzy, and, and you can also kill zombies. So, And it's on sale on Steam until November 3rd. Nice. Yeah, I haven't even... I read that there were... Well, of course, like one of the websites I go to was like Steam Halloween sale. <laughs> Bastards, I don't even dare go browsing because I have very little money <laughs> at this point. So you have to wait till after the first of the month. Yeah. I think I played this with, uh, at a friend's house at one point or something like that because I know I've, I've played this. I, I remember shooting zombies like this and, and having to decide whether or not let's um, call him Steve who's going to die or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do we kill him now, or wait for him to turn into a zombie and kill him? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you know, the the hard choices are always in there, just like there were in the original game. Uh, A little more severe in this one, yes, you do have to occasionally decide whether you're you're just going to put down one of your living members, because they got bit. (laughs) But, yeah, it's it's one of those that's so simple, but it's just so great, because it's... When you concentrate on the gameplay, sometimes the graphics don't matter. Now, you want to go to the absolute opposite end of the spectrum. Um, a game called Dying Light and uh, a game called Seven Days to Die. 
mm. are, you know, the very graphic-heavy first-person, but also very, you know, resource-intensive and building your bases and just really badass zombies in both yeah. of them. And, uh, Basically, my, my laptop ain't gonna handle it. <laughs> yeah, Dying Light, I, I had to give up on after a while. My laptop started smoking, I think, at one point. <laughs> Dying Light has a little interesting feature is in that it's kind of almost an Assassin's Creed hybrid in that your your character essentially relies on parkour a lot. That's so cool. you, you're essentially running through, you know, the, the zombie-infested town, you know, across the rooftops and running and jumping and grabbing onto ledges and pulling yourself up under roofs and jumping off bridges and it, it's fun stuff if your computer can handle it. You come to us, like a snake in the grass, here, in a city of lies. You are the biggest liar of them all. Where am I? In paradise, can't you see? You know why runners put their lives in danger? For guys like you. You follow their rules as thoughtlessly as you follow mine. But a man who follows someone else's rules is no man at all. Yeah, my, my, if if things are going the way I think they might be going, you may be able to hear my my, my laptop trying to take off every now and again. Yeah, mine too. You know, it's it's, it's fairly loud, and I have headphones on. Yeah, my, my, my fan literally just yells, Stop it! Stop! Just stop it! <laughs> but for some reason, it, it kind of stops whenever I unplug it. You know? I don't know why. It, it cams down. But that obviously means that my battery starts running down. And then I have to remember to plug it back in or else my computer turns off. Yeah. So it may happen once or twice. I can officially fry an egg on my keyboard some days. Mm. On the plus side, winter is coming. <laughs> which is more of a Game of Thrones thing than a Walking Dead thing, but you know it'll help keep my room warm. You know, it's like a, like an extra heating thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, See, go, it is. Th- think of the advantages. <laughs> you know, always look on the bright side. Unturned is an interesting one, and it's, it's got some online support as well, and a lot of good modding support. Um, came out as early access, and it's it's essentially it looks like Minecraft. It's very blocky, <laughs> you know, polygon graphics essentially, but it's kind of Daisy in that mode, and it's uh, you know not as graphic as intensive, but just as rich a world, you know, as long as you can get over the fact that everyone looks like you know blockhead, you know, or Minecraft stuff. Um. But the, that's gotten very deep and seems to have a lot of good support um, from the community. Uh, stuff like Daisy, I haven't played in so long. I don't know how that's going. Daisy has an interesting story because that originally came out as an independent mod, for, as I said, for Arma 2. And I'm not even sure what happened in this all circus. But somebody then came out with like a standalone game called The War Z, which I think there was maybe even a, a lawsuit involved in that they had kind of, they might have been developers on the Daisy mod, and then went over and made their own commercial game, which sucked as bad as Colonial Marines, apparently. <laughs> People were begging for their money back, and they actually, like, changed the name of it 
at one point to kind of like scam new people into buying it and and so it was kind of skeevy all the way around so avoid the war z i'm trying to find out what they changed it to that's it infestation survivor stories um survival story similar to DayZ in which the player must survive for as long as possible. Though a lot of controversy has surrounded this game due to its, due to its close resemblance to DayZ, and I think that's the one that was originally named The War Z. Uh, so Infestation Survivor Stories came out in 2002. Don't buy it. They're scumbags. Um, yeah, that's the one. Um, I'm going to Wikipedia it. You know, look up War Z or infestation survivor stories so it's kind of lame that people do that but but there's also a daisy standalone game which i'm not sure how that compares to the the mod i can you can play the mod for free as long as you have like the arma 2 games um but there's they also tried to sell like a standalone maybe single player version of it and so I'm just like yeah I already got it and I'm not paying you guys <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll take the free version well anytime. some people like like the single player every now and again yeah yeah I wish that did have a single player because I do love that game but as I said it's yeah it takes so long and you I mean you build yourself up a nice little supply of stuff and, and weapons and, and then you meet one other online player and they'll just murder you for it immediately. Not a lot of cooperation in that game. Maybe that's the, the, the boss for that one. You know? Yeah, the boss is other live yeah. people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, check, I'm checking out one that I remember from a while ago. Um, the Last Guy. Ooh. I think it was like a top-down view thing where you had to kind of save as many people as possible. Hmm. And, and get them to safe places. Nice. Uh, leading them through different maps. If, if I remember it right, I, I remember it being out at the time, and I think I I played a demo of it. Yeah, there it is. But I've never heard of that one. It's, oh, it's a specifically PlayStation, I think, right? Ah, maybe maybe that's what it is because uh, it was back on PS3. Um, I, like I said, I think there was a demo out for it, and I had a go at it. I was going, oh, this might be fun. And when it came out, I just forgot about it. Wait, the last guy PC is coming up in the old Google here. Oh, cool. Uh, and it lied to me. Nope, still just nope. for... Oh, wait, play the last guy demo on your PC. It still says PlayStation. That, that That's not helpful. Yeah. Don't, ta- don't say play it on the PC and then... Yeah. Here's a game review from the, the AV Club. Came out in 2008, I guess. I kinda, yeah, old PC cell phone staple. Hmm. Alright, I have to look into that. I must play it now. It, it, what I played of it was rather fun. But you just had to kind of get them through zombie infested cities or whatever to the safe spaces. You get, I guess it was kind of like Snake, almost. You know, he just gathered up more and more people. There's another one I found recently, Zombie City Defense 2. Um, Is this a city invested by zombies that want to protect themselves from people coming in and killing them? Or is it a bunch of people who are surrounded by zombies to keep the zombies out? I believe it's uh, from the human point of view. Um, Aww. Yeah, you, you kind of, it's almost, yeah, it's macro management of, like, the city, and and so you, you, you have, your, like, your overhead radar 
of the city and you know you you've got your satellites and stuff and i think you actually have to you can fly drones and 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 see where the pockets of zombies are wandering to and then move your your supplies and your your survivors you know respectively and according to where how to best avoid you know the herds and you know you have your military forces that go out and attack the herds and it's a nice little, yeah, major kind of business, not business, but resource management uh, survivor game on, on a more macro scale, um, as if you were like the uh, the governor of state, you know, the state of zombie. Uh, <laughs> how would you uh, how would you best rule your your citizens or lead your citizens? I guess. <laughs> now, uh, probably the scariest zombie game that I have ever played that the. the kind of rides the the line of whether it's actually zombies or not but and i think it's actually still in like alpha on steam but it's it's been very well supported over the last couple of years it's called the forest and just very graphic intensive you know first person shooter and it starts off basically that you're you're in a plane crash you know and it's got a great opening cinematic of of you first person riding in your plane seat as the whole Thing goes to shit and you crash and you're the only survivor and you wake up in the back of the, the plane that's been broken in half and to gather your original food and stuff and soon after you get out of the wreckage and, and start building a fire you know going over the different packages that fell out of the plane that you can loot on the ground um these very nasty cannibalistic uh very humanoid looking things start coming after you very quickly and it, I've never gotten very far in it because it's just literally so alarming when these things start attacking you and they're like so quick and it's just so realistic that I can't can't do it. Just I, I'm so bad at it. And I'm, I'm good at building my log cabin and, and chopping trees and, and making fire and hunting animals and, and once I get attacked, it's, it's, I'm done. So, but I highly recommend it if you like being scared out of your wits and... and Killing very nasty uh, cannibalistic things, and, uh, and you die very graphically a lot. A um, couple more, like uh, some of the retro ones, that just picked up something called Flesh Eaters, which is uh, just another like uh, almost a tower defense thing. Um, you, you know, build your little barricade, and then night comes and they start rushing in on you, and all your people have to watch for their Kind of, yeah. This is all like this is retro, like pixelated, you know, low res type stuff. Uh, Rebuild three gangs of Deadville, the one that didn't make the list. And I, I've never played Rebuild one or two, but this is another thing, kind of like the Zombie City defense that um, you're managing, like your whole settlement and distribution of stuff and weapons and sending your people out on supply runs so I mean there's literally something for everyone out there as far as this genre it's just a ridiculous amount of games that people have made for this Um, some of the ones I haven't get to are like H1Z1 Just Survive Uh, I mean and the Call of Duty games did zombie mods on those that looks intriguing. World of the Living Dead Resurrection, a browser game. Never heard of it. Might have yeah. to check that one out. But that came out in 2013, so it's possible it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Zombie U looked like another good one, but I think that was that's been in like early access too since like 2012. That says it's for the Zombies at a University. Uh, just Zombie U. Yeah. I don't know. Can, 
player controls a random survivor who must attempt to survive a zombie apocalypse running amok in London. To me, it sounds later. It, it sounds like a romantic comedy, you know, <laughs> uh, zombie. You, he wanted to get brains, so he found her at the school. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not good at taglines, you know. But you know, you could do a whole zombie trying to get brains a different way type thing, you know. Yeah. Well, okay, here's one uh, dealing with school. Apparently, lollipop chainsaw. Oh, I remember that one. PlayStation Three. I, I, this the first uh, I've heard of it. Okay, um, go watch a trailer. Trust yeah. me. Okay, um, we'll, we'll have a clip of it in this show somewhere. Definitely. It's it's a little odd. Basically, it's a cheerleader with a chainsaw killing hordes of zombies. Um, with, I think, her dead boyfriend's head, kind of, um, just, just, she carries it around, and yeah. I, th- I think it talks, I can't remember, um, a friend of mine at work got it, and seemed to enjoy it. So you had me a chainsaw-wielding cheerleader. It's not out for PC, so I'm screwed on really? that one. But. Aww. <laughs> the inventor holding uh, so much for me these days, Dave. It's, it's getting depressing. See, this is why I try to have at least one decent gaming PC plus a PlayStation, because usually that keeps me covered. Yeah. I just never knew where to even start buying the consoles. You know, it's like when they first started getting big, you know, the, 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 yeah, the Microsoft started coming out with them and then you got you know for a while you just had like Nintendo or Sega whatever and then Nintendo Sega and Sony and and we've got uh, Microsoft came out with like Xbox and it's just it would be impossible even if I had if I had enough money I'd have to buy all of them (laughs) they're gonna have games that I want and they're gonna have games that I want they don't have I, I try to go with one of each yeah, it's now endless. Xbox, Xbox, I don't get because most of their stuff will come out on PC eventually, or it'll be ported over to PlayStation. So I'm covered. Uh, Wii stuff, I kind of need to get a, a Nintendo console for those. Unfortunately, I'm behind by at least one generation. I might just skip it and go to the next one. Uh, but I have my Nintendo handhelds, so that covers me for that lot. And you know. My PlayStation. I have to look into the Xbox stuff because I read something recently. And I have Xbox like menu options on my computer that I, I've been never been brave enough to click on. I'm afraid they'll like instantly charge me for something. <laughs> but my understanding is that Windows or Microsoft essentially wants to make Windows 10 computers and Xbox kind of the same thing, and that and it almost sounds like. I'd be able to play, you know, any Xbox game through my computer. As I said, I, I've got all these Xbox menu options on my computer, and I have no idea what they do, but I'm sure they serve some function. So that'll be interesting, and, and why wouldn't you if you, you know? So isn't there, like, an Xbox subscription or something that you, you can get, you know, that, that yeah. you games monthly or whatever? 
I don't know. Uh, I assume there should be. I mean, that's what I was saying about PlayStation Network, the PlayStation Plus subscription thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. They, they give you free games and that, so you'd think the competition would be doing something similar. Even Steam has been doing it occasionally. They'll give you, like, free gameplay for something on on the weekend, you know, full game. Yeah. And then, you know, they'll just dutifully arrest, you know, erase it on you. I keep getting disappointed by that, though, because I go, oh, that's something I like to play that I don't have the power for. Yeah, Thanks yeah, for no, that. Yeah, it's usually the, the high-end new stuff, too, that they, they want you to fork over 50 bucks for after your, your free three days of playing. They're always give them that first hit free and hook them. Yep. Yep. Only the first the one's free. Who's the bar? Yeah. <laughs> no, just like, the, you know, they've... I don't know. They haven't done it in a while, I don't think. But there have been some pretty high-end games there that they've they've offered to let you play for free for the weekend. And I'm just like, yeah, I know better. I do that, and I'm going to want it. And then I can't afford it because it's still 60 bucks. Yep. <laughs> nope, you're not sucking me in. I have a degree in addictions counseling Xbox or Microsoft or Steam <laughs> or whoever. I, I know the tricks. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yes. I just found a new another one here. That uh, 1982 Ooh. Atari 2600 Entombed. How did I miss this one? From a top-down perspective, the player must make their way through an endless vertically scrolling maze filled with zombies. So, wow, we may have found the uh, the first one ever. And it's entirely possible that's available to play online. Oh, I'm sure you it's know? probably like right have some emulator somewhere. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, and the, the first Evil Dead came out in 1984. Realm of Impossibility, 1984, on the Apple IIe and Commodore. Isometric Ooh. action adventure with 13 levels, zombies, spiders, and snakes. Must be Good old ZX Spectrum. To, yeah, in order to uh, avoid it, in order to reclaim the crown stolen by an evil cleric. Okay, so <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, Zombie Zombie. There you go. 1984 for the ZX Spectrum. Yes. Wow. I think technically it's behind ZX Spectrum because I think it was a British console. Okay. Just, well, just technically. Refer to your expertise on that. You're a lot closer. <laughs> you're, um, you're, you're allowed to call it that. It's a freaking letter. It's <laughs> just said differently in different places. I always liked Z. I always leaned Canadian, you know, towards towards the letter Z. Z. You know, it was. I liked it. What? In Man of Black, was, Zed was one of the guys in charge. Yeah, but I mean, that that was, you know, because he must have chosen the letter Z for his name, so he just... But they called him Zed. Yeah, but he wanted just a little more meat to it, you know, than calling himself just Z. Um, yeah, which, sorry. too fast, can be misconstrued as, like, C, so... Uh, you know, I guess so. The distinction there. I don't know. Uh, sorry about the explosions, it is just after 9 o'clock so they're doing the fireworks and stuff <laughs> so if you oh, hear yeah. pops in the background that's what it is it's not people getting shot outside oh good no that, that's hopefully my <laughs> it's, it still sometimes happens here it's fine <laughs> I think we, we the fun hold the, I think we hold the record right now yeah. though <laughs> uh-huh. Wait, what's this what's the celebration oh it's just uh, Halloween you know oh okay uh, people people bought fireworks for Halloween. It's Saturday night. It's it's dark, you know. So it's it's time for fireworks. Oh. Plus, I think you're only allowed to do it until eleven legally here. So you need to get rid of them all as quick as possible. How did we 
Americans did not jump on that one. We don't do fireworks for Halloween. That's because they all get used up in July. It takes too long to make them all again. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I don't think we do fireworks for our July celebrations here, although technically there are things on fire. I'm not saying that's a good idea, America. I don't think we should adopt that. We're, we're, we're use far too many explosives in our celebrations already in this country and other things. <laughs> Let's stick with candy and eggs. Uh-huh. <laughs> and toilet paper. And toilet paper, absolutely. I don't think uh, they do that here, which is nice, but it, it does kind of look like pagan it could tradition, be I think, uh, of, you know, papering the, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where that one started. Jack-o'-lanterns used to be made with turnips. We did it. Really? We did it with turnips until we actually were able to get pumpkins over here, because yeah. that that wasn't a thing for us. It was always turnips. That's as a kid. A lot more skill to carve, I would think, than yep. a pumpkin. <laughs> it, it requires actual carving as opposed to scooping. Yeah. You know, easy way. You know, yeah. you actually have to dig in with a spoon or a knife for for like an hour and, until it's all out. So, because obviously well, you still need the outside. Otherwise, you can just peel it and chop it up. Well, here's another one I don't know how I missed. Uh, it, it, our list here does list War, Warcraft 3. Yeah. Um, but right under that is Judge Dread, Dread vs. Death. Oh, yeah. Three for the GameCube, PlayStation 2, Windows, and Xbox. I don't think I ever played it, but I vaguely remember. I've never even heard of it. Judge Dread faces numerous zombies, vampires, and mutants while attempting and to Judge stop Death. Judge Death. Yeah, of course. From destroying the world's population. Damn. I'm going to have to... Look for plus size, on the... At least it wasn't ju- uh, the, the Stallone Judge Dread. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Although that did have Max von Sydow in it. Yeah, and nothing with Max in it can be all bad. Oh, it, no. But then it's got your, your guy... Um, oh. What's his name? Annoying Rob. sidekick guy. Yeah, Rob... Uh... Rob who even cares Rob Schneider. His last name is. <laughs> That's Rob it. Schneider. Yeah. Yeah, because there was he, almost I like no... him at some things, but but it, he seems so out of place. Yeah, no, I, I actually, yeah, that was my. I had no problem with the Stallone Judge Dredd movie. It was big, dumb fun, and you know, action movie. And I, the only thing I had known from about Judge Dredd at all at the time is some comics I'd read over at Mister Honeywell's house. And so I'm like, yeah, well, shit, gotta check this out. And you know, it was it was a Stallone movie. They, they did some weird stuff with it. Uh, I, I wasn't really familiar with the comics at the time, and I was watching. I was going, "Ah, oh, it's, it's all right. It's fun enough." But after seeing Dread, yeah, you, know, you, you can't really go back. No, um, no, you can't. They're polar opposites. No, and I'm still pissed that that movie didn't make more money. <laughs> so damn good. And I, I have to defriend. I have a. I, I'm on a Facebook page. It's like bring back Dread page. That's just been getting more and more. Well, they they, they just finally kind of gave up. But like, because almost every day they were like, oh, here's m- more news, and still hoping for that next Dread. And I think finally the producer of it came out and be like, guys, just I appreciate Wait. it, but <laughs> it's not happening. <laughs> nice thing you know, Half Life Three will be confirmed uh, the day before <laughs> they they announced Dread Two. Yeah, uh, same day uh, Satan light laces up his ice skates, I think. <laughs> um, ah. 
We can dream. Well, I guess uh, what Carl Urban had, had said in one interview at one point that he would love to see a dread Netflix show and everyone yeah. was freaking out thinking it's like, there's going to be a dread show. And uh, that, that would be a great place for it. And they could do it. They already proved yeah. they can do it on a cheap budget. Um, and he's happy I, enough to do TV. I mean, he had yeah. that. I, I never got got a chance to see it. I don't think it was released here before it was canceled, but um, yeah. Almost Human, was it? Was that his? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And I, I, I didn't start watching it because I, I kind of had a feeling that that wouldn't, wouldn't last and I didn't want to get invested in it. Uh-huh. Um, but it looked pretty good, yeah. And anytime you can get an actor like Carl to, to do something for you, it's it's got to be good stuff, man. And he, he rocked Dread. I just I don't think Netflix would do a Dread show right now, at least with the Punisher coming out. Yeah, they would see it as too similar, and it kind of would be. I mean, and the Punisher is going to be cheaper for them to produce. You don't have to go futury, so. It would be cool, though, if they started doing random crossovers and you got the Punisher and Judge Dredd. Well, yeah, you know. You know, just just have it, have a disclaimer at the start saying, this doesn't happen in either of their universes, you yeah. know. This is completely separate from the other stuff you've seen and will see, and then just have them either. Would they work together, or would Dredd be more for the law and think of him as a criminal? You know, that that could be. You'd have some interesting stuff there. I don't even want to dream that way because it'll never happen, and and I don't think my heart could stand that much joy anyway. It would just be just remember overload. <laughs> remember one thing: back back years and years ago, people were thinking, "Oh, it'd be really nice to see insert comic character here in the cinema." Yeah, true. true. We, we've got Doctor Strange there, and I. Yeah. Oh my God. Do you, have you seen it yet? Yeah, I have to hate you. Oh, I yep. hate you. All right. <laughs> Big uh, thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, the, I don't know if you have anything more to say about zombie games other than if you get to the Steam sale quickly enough after hearing this episode, they may still be in there. Uh, that's true. The typing of the dead is on. Uh, sorry, the typing of the dead overkill is cheap at the minute. It seems so. I recommend that one. Cool. Learn to type and kill zombies at the same time. Why not? You know, hey. Plus, I think you get the proper version of it as well with it. So you can switch modes and just shoot them with your mouse. As I said, with my current keyboard status, I don't I don't have high hopes for my, my likelihood of finishing that one. But uh, I'm sure it'd be fun for some people. <laughs> Good just remap A. It'll be fine. Make A control. <laughs> Thought I was going to have to use my little... Occasionally I do my little virtual keyboard here on the uh, on the desktop that I have. Which is nice. It has a nice little word finishing thing for you. So <laughs> That works in a pinch. But yeah, it was kind of a horrible... <laughs> my A popped off and I went and got some super glue to try to fix it and I did actually a pretty good job of it but of course when I was originally fixing it I accidentally squeezed the super glue all over my hands and everything and oh no and a great little YouTube moment but thankfully isn't on YouTube <laughs> it was a mess oh dear super glue does come off after a couple of days with soap and water though kids so don't, mm. don't worry and that's why you it's don't useful. Stick for, to anything uncomfortable in the meantime. That's why it's useful for sealing up cuts as well, because you know, yeah, gives them a chance to heal and keeps them kind of 
airtight for a bit. I'm actually out of bandages at my home, but I do have two tubes of super glue, so any major cuts, I'm, I'm good to go. <laughs> there you go. See? And this show cannot be classed as educational. Absolutely, yes. Well, I'd like to think so. I, I'd like to think we uh, expose some people to some zombie games they might not have heard about. And a bunch of these, especially the ones that are going for like the retro graphics, are pretty much always cheap on yeah. on Steam. And if you already have Arma 2, and that's even fairly cheap these days, DayZ really is just an amazing, immersive experience as far as being in a zombie world. You'll really feel like you you are in one, and, and you'll... Sp- spend most of your life there if you if you let yourself because um, it's kind of that intense and, and open-ended it's the most open-ended one of all these you know you literally just go do whatever you want um, and uh, assuming you survive it uh, another one here I didn't want to mention though Envy the Dead which I Ooh. have played but now I don't even remember what it was about but it was it along the same lines of a lot of these. I assume you're a zombie survivor in that one. I believe As so. As opposed to yes. anything else. Yeah. Well, this one is like first... Uh, oh, yeah. Well, I have to play this one again. This one's kind of first first person, but also goes to like a... You know, a tactical... When you battle the zombies, it goes to like a tactical screen and turn-based. Yeah, this one is pretty neat. Cool. Uh, I wonder if this is the one that ended, though. I played another one recently that was very story-driven. It was almost like an episode of Walking Dead, but then it was it just ended, and it's like I think there's supposed to be a part two that's probably never coming out. <laughs> one of those that just got dropped by the developers and, and will never never be f- complete but until some you know talented hacker or modder gets to it. Uh, but no lack of them out there, kids. If you want to play in a zombie apocalypse, uh, you have to spend a few bucks and, and multiple hours of your life, and, and you can do so. Uh, it just never ceases to amaze me how many of these are are made for every particular genre. Well, Dave is uh, the new co-host here. What what's, kind of things would you like to be... I know we have a couple things we've chatted about that we're planning on recording and looking forward to it. I know we talked about doing a video game movie oh, yeah. uh, podcast, um, and conversely, we should also do a mo- uh, video games based on movies podcast. Maybe we yeah. can do both together. Um, <laughs> there there may be too much of... for, for, for that, because there's so many. Yeah, there really is. But I, I there's just, more uh, than you think. I haven't even read it yet, but I just posted a story on the uh, No Councils page about, like, a bunch of upcoming, you know, video game movies. Yeah. Um, so I need to read into that. And I know the one, the big one that's coming out, and we're probably going to wait to do the podcast for this one because it's, um, you know, one, more, one of the more popular ones is the Assassin's Creed movie. Uh-huh. Which I played one and two for a while. Horrible, Adam. I loved the, loved the story or just was very intrigued with the story. When I first bought him, I thought I was just going to literally be you know, just an assassin back in the Renaissance area or whatever. Uh, and the story goes a lot weirder and deeper than that. And if you haven't played Assassin's Creed or want to see the movie spoiler-free, I won't say anything about it, even though the trailers are spoiling the crap out of that one, too, kind of. I haven't seen the trailers. I'm probably going to go see it. 
and I enjoyed the first game. So yeah, yeah, it's the only one I played. And I'll watch, you know, a uh, Fassbender read a phone book. I don't care. <laughs> Pretty much. He's in, you know, he's like, he's Max von Sydow level of, as long as he's in it, it's not horrible. Prometheus, mostly hated it. Fassbender was awesome. I could see him with a shaved head and a free mind too. Just saying. <laughs> and, yeah. You know, just kind of. I don't, I don't know who the equivalent of your guy Jones would be. You know, who, who would be a good Flash Gordon to go against him. Right. You know. Um, you'd, you'd have to bring back Brian Blessed for Voltan, though. I know he's older, but, you know, I, I, I don't think you can have anyone else. Nah, you know, dubbing his voice. You know, they can de-age anyone nowadays. Mm-hmm. You know? I don't know if you've been watching Westworld, HBO's Westworld. Not yet. They, uh, Anthony Hopkins is in that, and they did a, a de-aging on him oh. uh, in one scene. And looked just like you did, like, back in the movie Magic. Um, if you even know what I'm talking about there. Not a clue. No, it's a early horror movie that he did uh, in probably, Jesus, 1978 or something like that. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I don't even know how I know about it. I was nine. There's no way I could have been watching that. <laughs> um, yeah, it was probably a good one to look up, though. It's kind of a classic. It's him and uh, he's a ventriloquist. And so he has an evil dummy, maybe. Or is it him? Hmm. Ooh. Yeah, one of Anthony's earliest works. So, so he's not going back to Free Jack then? <laughs> no, hopefully. Go back back further. No, yeah, much further. Yeah, he, he, it's a little clunky. It's not quite as good as uh, like the uh, the Tony Stark in, in Civil War. Uh, but it's pretty good, man. They're getting the uh, the technology down, you know. Yeah, I saw the Jeff. Most Jeff Bridges uh, in Tron. Yeah, that one didn't yeah. thrill me. I, I saw that recently. I remember at the time going, "Yeah, that's pretty good." And I'm going, "Oh, it's I, I, I can see the the problems with this, which, which I think yeah. is the problem with most kind of computer graphic effects. You can see the kind of lines. Yeah, you know, ten years down the line, five years down the line. Uh, unless it's the Scorpion King in <laughs> yeah. Mummy Returns, in which case you go. Did they spend any money on this? Yeah, <laughs> it just the budget ran out here. Then <laughs> I think I just did a weekly heroics with Hero, where we were talking about the most recent, uh, one of the most recent Legends of Tomorrow had a uh, kind of Scorpion King level effect on it, and it was a little cringeworthy. But <laughs> I don't care about that because it's a TV budget thing for stuff. You know, I, yeah. I, I can see it on the Flash as well. I can see just where it's not quite right but you know what i'm getting on a tv every week um you know it's it's awesome i i I get explosions and people speeding all over the place and super speed fights happening last season on legends spoilers we got kind of a giant man before civil war came out and the the atom oh yeah went went big and battled a giant robot and it looked kind of horrible but it was a giant atom battling a giant robot so at night care. at yeah. night <laughs> so hey the, know, these things yeah. are important for that kind of thing <laughs> sometimes they try something and they, you're just kind of like ew maybe they shouldn't have tried to go there but you know then, then you get swept up in, in the silliness and glorious superhero-ness of it and you don't care anymore but as long as we're on the tangent of superheroes, we will be doing a superhero 
game show. Oh, yeah. Not a game show, but all of that might be fun. There, there are... Uh, PlayStation has trophies. There there are several games uh, which I have got um, the kind of all of the trophies in, and most of them seem to have two words in them. One is man. The other one rhymes with... Um, Cat? Oh, no. Um... Hider, yes, someone who hides. Yeah. Ah, okay, nice. Because, uh, because apparently, I like playing through as Spider-Man a lot, and, and getting I've, every little bit. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've played a few, a uh, few Spidey games over the years. Not a lot of them, and we'll, we'll definitely be getting lots of guests for the new incarnation of the show um, to fill in the gaps of things that I haven't played, if there is any such thing. And uh, you know, we're gonna. We're gonna let some some console people into and and let me learn and be jealous about some of the other games that are out there. And uh, I'm definitely looking forward to for moving forward yeah. with you on this, Dave. I like to straddle both worlds. It's more yeah. fun. As I said, I, I only wish I could afford to, but I, I, any money that I make is going to be eventually funneled into getting a new editing machine here, which they have not allowed me to do yet on a console game, so <laughs> gotta keep the podcast flowing. Yeah. The podcast must flow. He <laughs> controls the podcast. Controls just the podcasts, pretty much. Um, but we can do some superhero game stuff for you. I would like to actually um, do maybe some discussions on going to use my nearly useless degree and I would like to do a whole show on like literally video game addiction which I will yeah. probably you know go to the front of the room and say hi my name's Scott and I'm a video <laughs> game addict hi Scott um, I would say I wasn't but that's because I don't notice that I play games like six hours a day <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh and I, I start playing uh my best indication always when I start playing and it's light out and I'm still in the same game and it's dark out it's time to get up and go to the bathroom maybe <laughs> uh, what else uh, I would like to actually do a discussion on violence in video games um, yeah you know it's always been a hot topic and uh, there's actually been people have tried legislation and stuff at least in our country about uh. Sword and sorcery games? Absolutely. We have not delved into fantasy. You have not done really like strategic war games yet. Space Future? Um, what's that? Space Future? All of the space? Yeah, that's a huge to space. one. Yeah, I have almost as big a list of those as, uh, as as been searching my life for the perfect zombie game. I've also been searching for like the, the, the best you know space combat slash simulation game which I thought was going to be No Man's Sky <laughs> yeah uh, those are topics for another time we're at about yeah. two hours-ish here so yeah, uh, <laughs> again man welcome, thanks for doing this and, uh, no problem, thank you for having me yeah, looking forward to it um, I guess that's about it for the new incarnation of No Councils for Old Men I'm Scott McGregor and this is Ian Walker we will see you next time. Bye.
No Councils for Old Men is exclusive to the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Network. It's produced by Scott McGregor and David Walker. You can reach us at nocouncilsforoldmen at yahoo.com. All comments, questions, suggestions, and criticisms are welcome and will be right on the podcast. Thanks again for joining us, and don't forget, if you shop Amazon.com, why don't you do it from the link on our main page at twotruefreaks.com. 